Mexico's Congress were presented with bodies that are claimed to be non-human entities on the 12th of September 2023. The specimens were alleged by journalist and ufologist Jaime Mossan to be around 1,000 years old, differing substantially from human DNA and genetic material, and found buried in a diatomic mine in Peru in 2017. Join myself and Neil for this very special breaking news episode here on Aliens Explored, as we have what can only be described as a heated debate, trying to unearth the truth of these incredible claims. Aliens Explored is a weekly podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Aliens Explored. Normally, your weekly look at the mysterious skies, seas, outer space I think. <laughs> however once in a while something comes up and we have breaking news and we have to do a special edition and that's what this is now a special breaking news edition i'm one of your hosts neil kelly and i'm your other host Stu jackson i mean to be fair we don't have to but we want to we, we <laughs> so feel we, yeah we, we, we it's want important to. This is, this is what we're here for isn't it so shall we shall we dive straight into the weeds of of what this is what this breaking news is it it's absolutely incredible so at the time of recording this dropped yesterday uh what would it have been because uh, actually i had a nap in the afternoon yesterday and then when i woke up my phone had blown up not literally um so and and, and as always we're, we're not entirely in agreement on just how breaking this news is. <laughs> I, I have some. I have a lot of questions about this piece of news. Okay, well let's let's lay out the facts as we know it. It, it was about eighteen hours ago as we're recording uh, mm. when a a ufologist um, supported by members of the scientific community. Um, I dispute uh, that. Sorry, let's <laughs> say this. Um, uh, that, that's n- okay. We got this wh- guy. What makes you dispute that? So, well, should we get? Should we tell people well, what's happened, just in case they're unaware and haven't checked the internet? Okay. Um, well, what we've seen in the United States is that Congress have held hearings about the existence of UFOs um, um, and alien life visiting this planet. The Mexican 
government seems to be doing the same. They're holding congressional meetings. I read somewhere before my computer decided it needed to reboot itself that um, Mexico could possibly become the first country to to officially state that they accept that we've been visited by um, other life forms from other planets. Now, mm-hmm. this journalist, um, I'm not sure how his name is pronounced, given it's Spanish, and we, we'd normally pronounce it Jamie Mossan. Um, I, I suspect it's Jaime or something. His full name is Jose Jamie Mossan Flotter, who's a journalist, a television personality, and a, a committed ufologist. Um, he actually... Um, he broke records at Mexican television in 1991 with a okay, program called... Okay, let's stick with the story yeah, yeah, rather than uh, okay. diverge because in okay, case he, anybody hasn't isn't aware of this at all. Okay, <laughs> he has turned up to this congressional hearing with what he purports, what he alleges, are the corpses of two long-dead alien life forms. So that's the breaking news. He's presented this to Congress. So... The rest, clarify, I would say, is in dispute. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll dispute something you've just claimed. He didn't say okay. they were aliens. Mm. He, he described them as non-human intelligences. Okay, I read somewhere that they have DNA uh, that's not of this you'll world. You'll read a lot of that there is... So, at the moment, the the press is flooded with people who are breaking the complexity of this story down into headlines basically and as a result there is a lot of misinformation about what has been put out there being put out there in- including that, by this Mossad guy that made guy. sense in my head <laughs> okay uh, oh, okay so so well at this at this presentation which was streamed live um mm-hmm. it, it was a presentation to congress it was with uh he worked with i believe it's uh representative uh sergio is, is the one he he mentioned in his speech um, um it they was presented... uh, sergio gutierrez um congressman gutierrez, who who said you. he hoped the hearing on ufos was the first of other similar events in mexico Okay. I don't think he's committed so, himself further he, than that. He's presented two bodies uh, in in wooden cases with, with glass tops on them. Um, two bodies he, he claims were found in a diatomic mine. I didn't even know there was such a thing as a diatomic mine. I, I thought it was a, <laughs> at first a mistranslation. Um, thought diamond mines, but no, it's diatomic mine. It is a thing. Um, okay. In Peru, between the cities of Palpa and Nazca. Uh, mm-hmm. Nazca, of course, famous for the Nazca lines, which is uh, comes up a lot in ufology. He claims they were found buried in these diatomic mines in 2017. Uh, he, he was very clear to say... These are not, you know, they're not beings that were found in a crashed vehicle or anything like that. They were buried in this mine. Okay, let's just briefly describe these beings. They're about about half a meter tall or less, maybe Um, a a foot tall. They're they're about the size of 
a small oh, monkey. Oh, I'd say about a meter tall. No, they they look much small. They look half that size to me. On the on the, they look very small. They also look um, an awful lot like Steven Spielberg's ET. Yes, they do. They've got I that same that. yeah the, the 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 elongated head that looks like uh, Kenny from South Park wearing his um, snorkel parka. Um, <laughs> um, to my mind, they also look like some kind of tree sloth or whatever, a small animal. I I get Possibly. where you're coming from uh, with that description. Certainly, they are. They're humanoid in that they appear to be bipedal, um, mm-hmm. two legs, two arms, but but rather than four legs, um, as you would get with a, a sloth, um, like an very ape, very an elongated ape, or... arms. Yeah, yeah, ape, yeah, ape yeah. Elongated good. arms suggests, um, yeah, capable of walking on hind legs, but actually often uses for speed. Will certainly use all four. Leg. Mm. It has four legs rather than or two at arms. At some point well, in their evolution, yeah. how how would you describe a chimpanzee, for instance? I mean, it, it's it's a it can walk on two legs, but when it when it needs to get up a speed, um, yes, it goes down on all fours. Is is that old? So, um, uh, what is it? The the Sphinx's riddle: What walks on two legs? No, what walks hmm. on four legs in the morning, two legs in the afternoon, and three legs in the evening. Hmm. Um, yeah, one of those new Pokemons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's bound to be one like that. Anyway, hmm. um, so the claims were then made that the National Autonomous University of Mexico yeah. have done a number of scientific studies... Uh, now, I, I think you, you interjected a little bit earlier when you said that um, you you question the fact they're scientists. I'd say no, from no, the I've, I've, University I've, of Mexico, they're part of the scientific community, aren't they? Um, okay, this is a, this is a it is a proper university, a very well established. Um, the the Mexico's National Autonomous University, UNAM, is a very long established, very well respected institution um he said that they they were about a thousand years old according to carbon dating analysis carried out by the university um yes and he he claimed the remains were not related to any life on earth the university has responded or someone has responded by saying that all we did was a carbon date test we, we don't know anything else apart from... All we did was verify that these things are a thousand years old or whatever. There's also someone called... Um, let me just get it. For someone... Um, the day after he made the claims, and he said that a third, almost a third of their DNA is of unknown origin and that the corpses are not part of our terrestrial evolution... Uh, ah, Julieta, um, can, uh, I, can I just interject on that because that is two separate things being conflated into one the two thirds thing is mm-hmm. about genetic makeup yeah. of which 63.72% is unknown genetic material the DNA so if thing, anyone's yeah oh go on if if they're being conflated, they're being conflated by, they're being co- conflated by Mosan. He said that. 
He said they're not part of our terrestrial evolution and almost a third of their DNA is of unknown origin. Okay. The very oh, next day... No, no, sorry. Yes, that, that's me jumping in. Uh, yes, that is... Yes, no. That's, no, that's what sorry, he said. I'm, that, lo- okay. I'm looking... You might want to take those <laughs> I've, two I've things separately. But, very yeah, scribbled but handwritten they, notes. <laughs> okay, he said yeah. that the next day... Julieta Fierro, a physics researcher at UNAM, stated that the university had never endorsed such claims and Mosan's data made no sense. So we've had a, okay. a rebuff there. Now, well. we, also, we also know that Mosan has form for this kind of thing back in June 2017. Um, okay, can, produced, I, can I address a, a the DNA body. thing before we do? Sorry? Sorry, just rather than me backtracking like 10 minutes, can, can okay. I address the DNA thing first? Um, okay, we're just going to be so... shouting at each other this whole thing, are we? <laughs> not at all, not at all. No, I just, I know there's there's a lot we both want to get out on this, um, but I think okay. you know, if we go too far ahead, um, it all gets messy. So the DNA thing. Um, yes, it's around 30% that is different to us. Uh, a, a comparison for that would be like, we're, we're, for example, we're only 5% different from primates. We're only 15% different from bacteria. So to be mm. 30% different is incredibly different. Um, he has put the DNA results that's out there. So it's a 40 gigabyte file of information. Um, this, this DNA study, the DNA records are out there. Now, I've... I've <laughs> It's a it's a friend of a friend of a friend, but um, I have it on good authority from someone who does work with DNA that that amount of data will take a team of specialists months to plough through to form any conclusion whatsoever. Okay, I'm sure they will. In the meantime, it 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 is also known practice that when when they do DNA tests the donor of the dna is always anonymous to the people doing the test so so the university denying that they've been given extraterrestrial material or or non-human material yeah absolutely that that would be correct that they would not be able to confirm that because they would not have been told that that's where the where they wouldn't have been told what it was they were examining okay so when they say they've never endorsed any such claims, they've yeah, never that would be accurate. What, what I'm, what I'm, uh, yeah, but I'm also reading into that that they have not been given a DNA sample where almost a third of it is of unknown origin, from anywhere. I, I'm not, I'm not disputing that possibility, but that is an inference rather than fact. Okay. But what I, what I see here is we've got two sides. On, on the one hand, you've got UNAM, the National Autonomous University of Mexico, saying one thing, highly respected institution. On the other hand, we've got this Mosan guy who has form for this. Back in 2017, he produced a mummified body, which he claimed was that of an alien. Um, later, that mummified corpse was shown to be that of a human child. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's done this kind of thing before. Um, it, it was an odd-looking child. It was humanoid with an elongated skull, three fingers on each hand and and foot, three toes on each foot, but it turned out to be human. Now, I have questions. First of all, um, the Mexican government, the Mexican Congress is holding these, these hearings 
to which Mosan has turned up with these corpses. Now, were they already holding the hearings when he turned up, or are they holding them because he's produced these bodies? Do we uh, know that? They were already holding the hearing. I mean, it was it was planned and prepared that he would bring these things into Congress uh, with with Representative Sergio. Um, and just to to set about him having form, that is absolutely 100% accurate. However, to, to say he has done this before, not... If, if this is a fraudulent claim, if it's a fabrication, certainly he has not done it to this level before. Um, there are... There is speculation in the community that with the previous um, alien body hoax, uh, that, in fact, he himself was also misled, that he was presented this thing and kind of took it and ran with it, um, which would actually lend, for me, a certain weight to, you know, why he's being very careful to here's all the data and a lot of people are jumping straight in and saying oh no it must have made it up when they haven't even looked at any of the data okay so to be clear Mossan has presented these bodies to senator gutierrez and gutierrez has somehow made these hearings happen because we've got or this, talk this to, evidence or talk to the senator in advance or yeah i don't, I don't think he okay. rocked up in his office one day with them and said i want to show these to congress i suspect it was okay all. but it was uh, it was ex kind of expected at certain levels. It was pre-planned, although okay. I don't believe publicly. How did Mosan acquire these artefacts? Do we know that? I don't have that information to hand. I don't know if that's available as yet. We know it was back that, in 2017. We that, know that's where very they came from. Um, not the 2017 ones, these, these new ones, um, which he only unveiled on September the 12th, two days yes, ago. Yes, they were found in 2017. Sorry, in 2017, he was involved in the analysis of five mummies discovered at the um, UNESCO World Heritage Nazca Lines site is located. And um, this was the one where the crouched mummified body Turned out to be a human child. That was 2017. Where did these? When were these ones found? And who found them? And where did well, how I, did Mossan get hold of them? I was watching the um, the uh, the hearing where he spoke, and he said he found them in 2017. He found them personally. So it, well, he mounted an expedition into the into the mines I, of. I I think. I think again, you know, terms are simplified. Um, online translation, particularly on YouTube, is hmm. not not the most accurate in the world. So, saying he found them, it might not have been him personally. Uh, I'm not going to state I mean, that. All, but all, all the pieces I've read, no one says where he got them from. I mean, I don't know if maybe he found them in an old curiosity shop. In those cases, maybe. Um, you know that the, there's Peru has its own equivalent of Area 51 where they were kept, but their security is much laxer to the extent that Mossan just pulled up one day in his van and said to the guard, um, "Oh, the the camp commander says no, I can have those no. corpses," and the guard says, "Okay, right, fine, hold my rifle while I unlock the gate," and and off he drove with just these to, two. No, just to 
to to to reiterate he said very specifically that well they were found in 2017 hmm. buried in a diatomic mine a diatom mine now, um diatom mine now, yeah diatomic mine now now this is why these um the these bodies appear to be mummified they're not mummified um a lot of people are you, you're getting that a lot in headlines oh mummified alien bodies well no a they're not mummified b nobody has claimed they are alien um they are he has <laughs> he's claimed they're not of this world now what they look like they, well they look a, like they're wording wording is really really important here um, he has said they are non-human beings. Now, a dog is a non-human being, but you wouldn't call it an alien. Um, but he has said they are non-human beings and not part of our terrestrial evolution. Now, I mean, this might be getting a little bit into semantics, but that's not a claim that they are aliens as such. Um, all right, but he's the only one making that claim. Um, he, uh, he hasn't produced a scientist who's prepared to say, yes, that's right. There's Someone has apparently carbon dated them. They, they, they are old. They, they look like, are, are they either, are they, are they covered in that diatom powder or are they, they almost look like they're, they, they look like they're cake. No, they're, why why hasn't he cleaned them off? Why why is that powder still so all over they, them? They, they have been cleaned off. Um the reason they look like that is it's not diatomic powder, it's the effects of um being buried in diatomic material or diatomic rich material is hmm. it has the effect of preserving and closer to desiccation. That's effectively okay. what's happened here is is they they've become desiccated. Which is mm -hmm. probably lending itself towards that, that sloth appearance that you mentioned earlier. Um so yeah, uh, well, they're no, I'm not just, mummified. I'm just looking at the, the shape of their faces, the big eyes, the, yeah. the long arms. But when you see a a human that's been desiccated, um it, it doesn't look like <laughs> these creatures but it, it does affect it doesn't look like an, an average normal human sort of okay it, it now affects I, the, the appearance the the climate in that part of peru it, it's high altitude very dry isn't it i think any anything that any corpse that's left alone that it doesn't get eaten by animals or whatever will end up mummified it will end up just dried well, out De without any kind of process M mummification is a is a human process it's a it's yeah, a thing but it, it, you will end up with this dried shell um um yes but not as well preserved as as in diatomic material apparently mm. apparently okay um now you're saying that no scientist has come forward but they presented um not only so that there was the dna um study claims and and that like i say that information is public it, it's it's hmm. been put out there for anyone in the world to look at 
there's been a study of genetic material, um, and this is where I was getting confused, thinking it was conflated, so I apologise for that. Hmm. Um, 63.72% of its genetic analysis comes back as unknown material. So, but what I'm disputing is that anyone has actually done that study, that most is just pulling this claim out of his ass that you know, okay. on Thursday, well, on Thursday, they, well, well was that today, they republished a statement that they first issued in 2017 saying the work by its National Laboratory of Mass Spectrometry with accelerators, it's called the LIMA, L-E-M-A, was only intended to determine the age of the samples. That's all they've done. That's what they claim. That's the carbon-14 no... study. That, that, that's a different study. Yeah, but that's... they're saying that's all they've done. Yeah. Different... So, like I say, when DNA studies are done, you don't get to... Oh, by the way, that thousand-year-old thing you've just studied, here's some DNA from... No, DNA... All DNA testing is always done totally anonymously in terms of the donor. But in, it has so to they come back. They wouldn't have known. Oh, well, it has to go back through the well, right channels, but but there aren't enough people, kind of who, <laughs> to to make well, the link. It, it's it, it's only the person, the only the, it's only the person actually doing the tests who wouldn't know where the DNA sample, where the sample came from, wouldn't they? I mean, no. someone's going to take a sample from what those mummified creatures. They're going to pass it to a scientist and say, just do a DNA analysis of that, will you? Let us know the results and then send them back. And then it will come back to people who know perfectly well what it relates to. And this Nazca region where these these mummies are found, um, we we mentioned it's a a United Nations, a UNESCO National Heritage Site. It's that place where there's those ancient lines, these massive, you can only see from from way, way up from, from an aircraft. Yes. That, that, um, that, that these massive very famous shapes in ufology. I want to go yeah. back to this scientific thing because I think this is really important and we, we're getting away from it and, and I don't want us to. Okay. So you're saying that there are no scientists involved but at this presentation as well as the DNA and the genetic claims mm-hmm. there was also x-ray and CAT scan footage presented. Now you have to be a scientist to do this. So when, when when was this done? Yesterday at the presentation. Right in front of oh, at the presentation, yes. they actually did this cat scan. No, no, they didn't these... do it at the presentation because they wouldn't be able to. Um, you, hmm. You're not going to move a cat scan into a, an auditorium. Hmm. Um, I mean, you're talking massive equipment. But no, they showed the results of the cat scan to the people present um the 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 cat scans themselves uh, and the the x-ray is very very interesting um it shows a a much larger and different shaped brain sort of larger in terms of uh relationship to the size of the body um obviously as you said smaller creatures um the x-rays showed First of all, uh, some sort of metal device across the chest that hmm. appeared to be fused with. It's appeared to be, uh, and I think the term was perfectly fused with the bone and 
sort of flesh of the, this mm -hmm. creature. Um, and and that was a very clear, very it's like like two round object with a with a large thick bar going between the two. Uh, so where are you getting this 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 information from? By watching the presentation yesterday. Okay. Um, also, there were and there was some confusion about this in terms of the translation, but there appeared to be three egg-shaped artifacts, I'll call them, uh, in what would be for us our, our sort of lower stomach area, um, just above our pelvic region. Um, they, part of it said that, that they appeared to contain organic material and also... Uh, said that they were metallic, so I'm not quite sure what to make of that. I mean, I can theorise. I theorise still that gals come home about that, um, but yeah, that was all shown and presented. Um, so that's what I say. You you've got to have kind of the scientific community or, or members of the scientific community involved to do these things, particularly yeah. the cat scan. And I, I want to see members of the, the scientific community, not not some journalist, UFO conspiracy theorist, and someone with form for making stuff up in the past, or or, or at least being duped or being mistaken. For, um, for presenting, he has, he has a, false, false. Okay, yeah. this is from yeah, Al Jazeera. I'd, I'd go with that. This this is from Al Jazeera uh, yesterday. Oh, today, in 2017, Mossan made similar claims about non-human remains in Peru, and a report by the country's prosecutor's office found that the bodies were actually recently manufactured dolls which have been covered with a mixture of paper and synthetic glue to simulate the presence of skin. The report added that the figures were almost certainly human-made and that they are not the remains of ancestral aliens that they have tried to present. Um, the bodies were not publicly unveiled in Peru at the time, so it is unclear if they were the same as those presented to Mexico's Congress on Tuesday. Which is pretty... Okay. I'd, you you can see we've got an awful human... lot of room to doubt the, the veracity of the claims you're making. Yeah. Um, There's an awful... I, 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 absolutely. I, I'm, I'm mm. on board with that. But I think, you know, there, like I said, there is a lot of misinformation, and particularly reading headlines, reading sort of short... Newspapers just—I mean, <laughs> newspapers just want to sell newspapers. That's it. So, um, hmm. saying these things are, or, or 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 making it sound like something's been said that that hasn't been said um, is very much in their interest. We we know this. Um, but Jose Malson has that incentive as well. In the UK to sensationalise to create something. You know, he wants. But above all else, I mean, he might be a trickster. I'm, I'm not going to speculate so. about his personal motivations, to be honest, but, because but, I, I don't know enough about the previous story to say well, whether, you know, he's manufactured this evidence or, or, or arranged for it to be manufactured or he himself has been duped as well and presented but, it. But what you've just said about newspapers being, you know, their, their, their job is their business is selling newspapers, he's a journalist. And so he is, he is tied to a similar kind of motivation. 
He, he is. He's a journalist with a particular interest in UFO disclosure. Um, mm. and, and part of the timing of this, uh, as, as he, he even mentioned it as, as part of the presentation to Congress. Okay. Um, David Grush coming forward the way he has. Uh, he felt, so I'm paraphrasing a little bit here, so uh, so so forgive me on that, but he basically said that with with the David Grush hearings, this is creating a room for for these these sorts of things to be made public. Yeah, that's someone else and I, I can wasn't see impressed that. with either, with David Grush. Um, I mean, another question, as well as you know, how did, how did he come by these artifacts, is how were they transported? I mean, they must require some special. He couldn't just check them in at the airport, could he? Or did he? Well, it's, them, it's put them in a crate and them. for archaeological artifacts to be transported. Um, that's not uncommon, but um, this this was in Mexico, it could have travelled by road. Mm. But obviously the, these beings um haven't been taken seriously as as extraterrestrials in the same way that the US government has has treated the bodies allegedly found at Roswell. They haven't yeah they they don't seem to have shown much interest in them really. Well, I guess mummified I don't bodies turn up in the, States, the whole Roswell thing is met with a huge amount of ridicule by the general press. Mm. As soon as so, so it, it's a thing you 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 get with with the general press, whether it's here in the UK, in America, in Mexico, anywhere in the world. The mm. moment you start talking about the possibility of non-human entities, non-human intelligent entities. Mm. Um, it, it's ridicule. It's oh well, all these conspiracy theorists, all this, you know, it, it's you know, it actually holds back the study of ufology, I believe. But also, someone making these fraudulent claims, and then and then then they're they're shown to be false. That that doesn't help the the cause. Oh, that's of, a disservice. Of, uh, yeah, that's a real disservice. Um, this yeah. woman, Julieta Fierro. The researcher mm -hmm. at the Institute of Astronomy at the at UNAM, um, after saying his figures, the the, the, the detail, many details about the figures made no sense. Um, she added that the researchers' claims that her university endorsed their supposed discovery were false, and noted that scientists would need more advanced technology than the X-rays they claim to use to determine if the allegedly calcified bodies were non-human. She went on to say, Mossan has done many things. He says he has talked to the Virgin of Guadalupe. He told me, extraterrestrials do not talk to me like they talk to him because I don't believe in them. Okay. Um, that's that's her claim. Yeah. The scientist that's added that proof. it's... <laughs> no, that's... Well, that's what she's saying that, that Mossan has yeah. said. Mossan has said that he's talked to the Virgin of Guadalupe and that, yeah, extraterrestrials talk to him, but no, they won't talk to you because you don't believe in them. And um, well, she added that... Yeah, opinion. <laughs> um, she added that, you know, when I'm talking about how he came by these things, how he transported them, Fierro said it, that it did indeed seem strange that they extracted what would surely be a treasure of the nation, in inverted commas, from Peru, without inviting the Peruvian ambassador. 
that you know, if the Congress is, is following these protocols, they're presenting these things found in Peru, the Peruvian ambassador should have been present. But obviously there's not enough Why? veracity around Mossan. I, I don't, my, my view is I don't trust the guy at all. Okay. And that's a, that's a valid standpoint. And that's probably um, a good place to pass it over to our, our viewers and listeners and ask for their opinion as well. <laughs> um, I mean, you, 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 you're very clear. You just think he's... Oh, please tell me if I'm wrong. I'm, I'm, I don't want to put words into your mouth, but am I right in thinking that you just think he's making the whole thing up for publicity, that it's just a big hoax? Would that be right? Um, yes, he, he's either deluded or yeah, he's he's perpetrating a hoax. He's or he's actually trying to pass this off as as real, something that will that will stand for a long time. Thinking about this, I, I've I've realised the, the the difference in approach between. I've often thought about yeah, what's the difference between you and I in our in our approach to stories like this, and is it fair to say that? that you're looking for proof and I'm looking for ev of what you already believe and I'm looking Ooh. for evidence that I'm kind of a step oh, behind um, you is confirmation that bias um that's that, that yeah, yeah. I, I mean confirmation bias is absolutely 100% present within every single person hmm. um, and anyone who claims they don't have any confirmation bias they're like okay and but I'm also <laughs> um, probably guilty of the opposite of that i'm looking for ways of yeah well <laughs> that's my job well, on this podcast really that, it, that I'm, I'm looking yeah but could it be this could it be that could it be the other and and in this particular story this with this mosan character i'm finding plenty of plenty to work with to to, to dispute his claims well confirmation bias works both ways it's just confirming yeah. what you already believe and you will be biased um, towards anything that confirms what you already think. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's yeah. a, 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 a re reasonable and rational observation mm. to make. That yeah, I think there is there is some truth in that. Um, mm. In the in this specific case, I mean, I've been I feel I've been arguing very very hard in favour of this. Mm. The truth is, I'm. I'm on the fence with it. Okay. Um, I'm. Yeah, of course, I want it to be true. I want you know. I want disclosure yeah. to happen as as quickly as possible. I want the. Uh, I want us to get there as fast as we can. I, I, I can, can imagine. I can see the potential for this to be true, um, and certainly the. The the claims against the guy are exactly the sort of thing that that happen when anybody sort of pushes the envelope in terms of what is known. Hmm. Um, but, but I, like I imagine said, you know, the guy's got form, so <sighs> yeah. And I, I imagine yeah. for that reason, they they will have a hard job passing this through Congress, getting a resolution on it. I imagine there are people in the Mexican Congress saying they call it no. This could be our Hartlepool moment. People will be laughing at us for hundreds of years for this if we if we pass this resolution. For our for our non-British listeners, Hartlepool is a, a a coastal town in the northeast of England where during the Napoleonic Wars over two hundred years ago, 
um, a French ship sank off the coast um, and one of the survivors of the shipwreck was a monkey who washed ashore. Now, the people of Hartlepool, who at that time had never met a Frenchman and had never seen a monkey, thought that the monkey was a Frenchman and they hanged it. And we still laugh at them to this day. Ask anyone about Hartlepool, that's the first thing that will come to mind. So, you know... <laughs> Yeah, you got to be really they, careful about what identifying they hanged creatures. the monkey because he wouldn't speak and give them the the yeah. French secrets. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's a statue to the monkey. Oh yeah, yeah I mean they course. they seem to take pride in it. You see, oh, you see they've postcards, got a good badges, sense of humour, fridge magnets. I, you know, they they kind yeah. of celebrate it. Um, I, I grew up in the northeast. Yeah. The, uh, the they do have a good sense of humour up there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. So I'm I'm. I'm on the fence with this. Um, I can see a third possibility with it. So I, I, I talk a lot that I believe we are in the middle of disclosure, that there is a planned, controlled uh, um, kind of conditioning of the human race in preparation for knowledge. And do you know what? Putting out evidence that could be dismissed but also not is a really good way of doing it because that gradually just pushes the envelope a bit further and a bit further but those people who would be totally overwhelmed by the knowledge have got somewhere safe to sit and and things to look at and say ah but it might not be true because you know so it it's i i wouldn't be surprised if yeah this this turns out to be not the case or is um, kind of left to people to, to decide for themselves whether it's true or not. Uh, if it's inconclusive, that's the word I was looking for. It's very early for me, listeners. Sure. Um, but yeah, inconclusive. It would not surprise me if this is just inconclusive because that would help with the conditioning of the human race ready for disclosure. So who decides that the human race needs conditioning before it can receive this information? I mean, it's obviously you know, whoever's got this information, they didn't have it gradually revealed to them over a long period of time. They were suddenly confronted with it and they dealt with it. Well, who are they saying? Well, obviously other other people, <laughs> normal humans, I'm, I'm special, normal humans wouldn't be able to deal with it. It reminds me of the um, argument about, about pornography. Um, that, that's in, in British courts called called um, material that is likely to corrupt and deprave. So the first question you ask them when making that allegation is, well, have you seen this material? If they say, well, yes, then you can say, well, then your testimony is no use because you've been corrupted and depraved by your own argument. If you haven't seen it, then how, who are you to judge how this this, this, what effect this material might have on someone? No, it's a, it's a kind of and, and the same thing with disclosure. If you're going to gradually acclimatise people to it, then you're talking a time scale of about you know if you do it over a period of fifty years, for instance, um, well the, the people who started to be acclimatised in at the beginning are long dead, and it's going to be people people right at the yes. end of it who suddenly get it full in the face, having had no preparation for it because they're, they're too young. It, it's a multi no it's a multi-generational thing and there there is so i can i can address your point there because there hmm. is a huge difference between the psychology of an individual and the psychology of a society they are two completely hmm. separate things 
we as human beings... I mean, there's a, there's a brilliant line from Men in Black, the, the Will hmm. Smith movie, um, where um, Agent K says, you know, a person is smart, but people are dumb, stupid, panicky animals. Yeah, and the, it's the absolutely true. Um, the madness of crowds. Exactly, exactly that. So, yet an individual having this 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 knowledge sort of imparted to them would be far better equipped to cope with it than a group of people. And when you're talking about a society, when you're talking about a global society, that the bigger the group of people, the worse it gets, the harder it gets. But one individual, right, so. yeah, one individual, that's fine. You can cope with that. And yet, you're absolutely right. It will be... I, I, I've sort of theorised myself that we're not talking about decades of disclosure. We're talking hmm. hundreds of years of disclosure, potentially. Now, I'm hoping... Hmm. I'm seeing a huge ramp up, particularly in the last 20 years, um, of this what I, I perceive to be this conditioning. And we've talked about it in previous episodes, like our our first Halloween special where we talked about um, extraterrestrials in the movies, because I think that is part and parcel of that conditioning that we're just being prepared. You know, this is what they look like, this is what they look so, like, this is what So we're talking like. about the invasion of the body snatchers, the thing, Mars attacks... No, we're talking about Close Encounters of the Third Kind. We're talking about E.T. We're talking about, you know, the the movies where um, Independence Day even, you know, presented the grey alien type. You know, it's those sorts of movies. But for every every movie you can name where we have a positive experience of encountering extraterrestrials, I can name a dozen where they just come to destroy us starting with War of the Worlds. Even even the day the Earth stood still, this this alien ambassador lands with a, a message for us to, that we better change our ways. But it really is you better change your ways or else. And so... Well, that, w- w- that was when, a question when, when you they... asked a while back, in fact, when you mentioned War of the Worlds, and, and mm. I think War of the Worlds is a perfect example of this, you asked a while ago about how how do they know um, whether people... how will people will react. The truth is, there are studies into this being done all the time, and there are theories that War of the Worlds was one of those studies. They looked at how people reacted to that as a gauge... For how people would react to disclosure, hmm. and what happened? People were out in the streets panicking, and, and yeah, because what they were hearing was, "Oh no, the Martians yeah. are attacking us! They've destroyed disclosure. this! They've destroyed that! They've killed all those people!" They're, they're, of course, they panicked. We've been we've been attacked. Yeah. Where where they, they, they? It's like saying nine eleven is disclosure. Yeah, people panicked. Um, but you had people in America panicking because they heard about something happening in England. That's um, the, that's well, the point. You no, know, the radio it, show it, was set in the states. It was set. You know, they've landed in Central Park okay, in New York. Okay, and, but you yeah. know, it's still you know, people in different states were panicking. People all over the world were panicking. Yeah, these things have come from outer space. They can land anywhere. So yeah, it, it did cause a panic. I don't know what form yeah. that panic takes. People anyway, got a bit worried we've, we've for a gone, while. Right off the top, and this this recorder's gone way way above our normal uh, <laughs> our normal late. I, I really want to well, wrap this a, up now. It is a special, uh, so we can so get let's, it out let's wrap up. to the public. So, um, listeners, do tell us what you think about this 
if nothing else, it's an engaging story. <laughs> We're definitely engaged <laughs> yeah. in it, aren't we, Neil? Um, we definitely do you agree are. with Neil that that it, it it's just false, made up. Somebody somewhere is just doing it for shits and giggles, or to make money, or or for whatever reason. Um, or do you agree more with me that? maybe there's something more to it um do let us know what you think you can contact us via the usual mean all the links are in below there's our email address aliensexplore.gmail.com we're on facebook twitter and youtube of course uh and of course with our patreon you get exclusive access to our discord server as well so uh yeah wonderful right we'll uh We'll go back to our original programming. <laughs> <laughs> Normal service uh, will resume shortly. It will indeed. So I think we've got an episode as 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 we're recording, and hopefully, as I get this out later today, uh, tomorrow we've got a normal episode. Um, sure. So you've got that to look forward to. In the meantime, keep watching these Congress hearings about UFOs wherever they happen in the world, because. Interesting, if nothing else. Uh, and of course, keep watching the skies. Take care for now. Catch you next time. Bye bye.